yolk is mushy, your salmon croquettes are oily, and your eggplant parmesan is a disgrace to this house. Well, that's too bad, because I'm the only one who cooks around here. Not anymore. Come here, spatula. I'm back, baby. <laughs> Oh, just when you thought it was safe to listen to podcasts, guess who's back? Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back. I don't remember the name of the rest of that damn song, the Welcome Back Cotter song, but guess who's back? Mike's Moderings! Yes, boys and girls, and all other creatures that are listening to the podcast today. This is a brand new May 2020 edition of Mike's Moderings. I just have not had the heart the oomph, the whatever it's called, to do one of these. And I know I've had plenty of opportunity. I've asked some of you to Skype with me. We did have one Skype podcast. Guys, I've let you down. But maybe it's the fact that I'm in my car, on the road, on the way to, yes, you guessed it, Toledo, Ohio that has given me the gumption that is a great word by the way gumption what is the Latin root word of gumption gump as in forest gump I don't know somebody look that up for me right now quick text me as soon as you find out what the root word of gumption is let me know Anyways, I got it in me to do one of these. Uh, one, because I just don't feel like listening to music. I've got like 2,000, over 2,000 songs on my fucking playlist. <laughs> I just get tired of listening. It seems like the same old songs. Uh, I could listen to Drew and Mike. I'll pro- I probably will say that for the ride home. So this morning... Oh, you are all in for a wonderful treat. Because it is the reincarnation of Mike's Mutterings. <laughs> and yes, there is the all too familiar turn signal that many of you have grown so fond of. Look, I'm driving my damn car. I'm a very compliant driver. I signal when I turn, okay? Sometimes I'm I'm taking an overpass. Sometimes I'm merging. Sometimes I can't worry about the turn signal. So Pete or Ron or John or any of you guys are worried about, oh, the turn signal is on. Shut up. Okay, seriously, I don't mean to shut up. I love you all, all you guys. 
Um, it is a, what is today? I don't even know the days. It's Thursday, May 5, May 14th, maybe? Maybe? I don't know. May 14th. Uh, basically still in lockdown, but uh, my company has loosened the reins a little bit. Saying if you've got offices that need you to give samples or whatever, go do it. And I'm, I'm taking full advantage of it. Because I'm telling you what, boys and girls, this quarantine thing has kicked me right in the balls. And because I'm older, the balls are hanging a little bit lower. But still, it hurts when they get kicked in them. My sales are down from beginning of March when I hit my my top number ever with this company. They're down, oh, probably now like 80 some percent. Ouch. Yes, that is a kick in the balls. But you know what? In the words of Winston Churchill, never, never, never give up. Also, the theme phrase for the 1978 Brother Ice Warrior football program. They're pretty damn good, okay? Can I just say, I'm, I'm just going to take a, a sidetrack for a second. This is my first mutterings back in a long time. Give me a break. I'm allowed to mutter. I'm allowed to, like, veer all over. I'm allowed to be kid ADD if I want to. So the years that I was at Brother Ice, four years, we won stew, two stew. We was one stew. We won stew because I don't know how to talk. Sorry. So sorry. We won two state championships in football. Another one of those years, we were ranked number one in the state, lost in the semifinals. You know what? That team that we played that day, North Farmington, they just they had a better game plan. I don't think they were a better team, but they scouted Brother Ice very well, ran the fear option that we had not seen before, and they were the better team on that day. But when I was at Brother Ice, the varsity lost a total of four games. In four years, four games were lost. Now, I was not on varsity that whole time. But my record for the teams that I was on at Brother Ice, we only lost three games. Three games. So, in my total football career, starting in sixth grade with the St. Regis Raiders, powerhouse that they are, I only lost three games in three years that year, or that, that time frame. Only lost three games in four years at Brother Ice. So, I only lost six games in seven years. Not a bad motherfucking record. 
Why I'm talking about this right now, when we're talking about coronavirus and quarantine, I don't know. But you know what? Sometimes I need to talk about a little football, something to divert my mind. Although my mind is pretty diverted. So, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna be controversial right from the start. And I'm I know I'm gonna piss some people off. And you know what? I am fully willing to do that because without going into too many details uh, I told you some of you before uh, my daughter has an autoimmune disorder and the medication that she takes severely dropped her immune system this kid has had more sinus infections upper respiratory infections bronchitis than you'll ever imagine because the type of medication that she takes immunosuppresses her respiratory system greatly. Well, so, boys and girls, what is the COVID virus? Where is its target? The respiratory system. So, do you think that maybe the father of a child that might be susceptible to an upper respiratory virus might be a little extra sensitive when it comes to the precautions that are or are not being taken. So forgive me if I don't give a fuck if you get your hair cut or not. Forgive me if I really don't give two shits if you have a motherfucking Coney Island hot dog or beef brisket that you carried out. And you know what? Forgive me if it annoys the shit out of me if people aren't wearing masks. If you don't want to wear a mask because you don't think you need to, you feel safe in your environment, that's fine. If you you feel like Superman and you're not going to catch it, I get it. But you know what? Fucking put a mask on so other people feel comfortable. It's my opinion, because when I go out, the very rare times that I do, and I see somebody without a mask, it kind of bugs the shit out of me. Because I think, how do I know that you are not carrying something? How do I know that you didn't just wipe your nose and pick something up with your bare hands that you're not wearing gloves? I don't know that. couple weeks ago, uh, we were at the Kroger in Birmingham, Michigan on Woodward Avenue. For those of you that are local that know exactly where it is, where the old Albans kind of used to be. And we're driving in the parking lot and I see, and I am going to apologize, but the typical, the typical Birmingham douchebag. And yes, there are Birmingham douchebags. People that are, they've got a lot of money because they worked hard or whatever, but because they have that money, they also seem to think that that has increased their value as a human being, which is not true because I've been in a few cemeteries in my life. Don't ever remember seeing a checking account listed on a headstone. Uh, but if that's 
but you want to feel that you've got more money than someone else so that makes you a better person okay but you know what this douchebag walks out of Kroger without a mask on spits on the fucking ground okay fucking have a little set wait till you get to your car if you got something in your mouth wait till you get to your car grab a Kleenex or whatever spit it in there look I'm not dainty I've been on enough football fields, baseball fields, whatever. I, I spit with the best of them. But don't fucking spit in the middle of a pandemic when people are freaked out, all right? But you're not allowed to say anything to the people that aren't wearing masks because they're going to get pissed off or they'll shoot you or they'll bring the Michigan fucking militia down and have armed guards around you. Jesus, when did this fucking thing get political? And again, I'm not fucking taking sides. I'm not a fan of Trump. I'm not a fan of Whitmer, all right? Fucking it's not about politics. Fucking hear me again. This is not about politics. The main goal that we should all have is two things. Keeping as many people healthy as possible and somehow, someway, jump-starting our economy so we don't fall into a depression. Is it possible to do both of those things at once? I believe it is. There's a doctor that I I listen to. I have a lot of respect for. Uh, I'm not going to say this guy's name because I, I don't know if he would want his name associated with this piece of turd podcast. But he's a local guy in, in the metro Detroit area. Been on TV quite a bit. He's not a TV doctor. He's not one of those guys, but he's an expert. A lot of people come to him for different things. Been on the radio, been on TV, whatever. And he's the same way. He's like, we got to keep people healthy, but we can't just collapse the economy. His thinking is, we need to be doing testing for the antibodies with as many people as possible. We need to have a herd immunity philosophy. Of, and again, I'm going to sound like a moron because I'm not saying this right. But in my pea brain mind, this is how I heard it, and so this is how I'll relay it. If you get enough people that are immune, because they have the antibodies, out in public, it creates kind of a barrier, like a barrier immunity. And the virus, as it's hitting these people and trying to attach itself to these people that have the antibodies, it weakens. Now again, maybe that is so simplistic and, and sounds like a, a science fiction movie. I don't know. It's, it's how I heard it and it makes sense. So my thinking is, let's have very limited reopening of things. We don't need to just fucking open up everything again like nothing happened. Because guess what? The virus is still fucking out there. We don't have a vaccine. We don't have a cure. 
fucking everybody's buying up Clorox wipes like they're fucking gold. But if we can have a limited, you know what? Let's pick one restaurant. And that's where the people that have their this, this barrier immunity, we're going to go there and we're going to reinvigorate that. And then the other people can go still get their carryout from other places or whatever. I don't know. Maybe I'm being way too simplistic. But as we build this barrier, then more and more people can trickle out into society. I don't know. Maybe I'm fucking completely out of my mind. Because guess what? Selfishly, I miss baseball. I'm worried that I'm not going to be able to see football. I'd love to go see a movie and take my wife out to dinner. Fucking, it, it was Mother's Day. I didn't get to do shit for my wife. I did bare minimum bullshit. My fucking wife deserves so much more than that. Her birthday was during this time. My daughter's birthday was during this time. Plenty of people have had birthdays, uh, anniversaries, people miss graduation. Uh, there's people that I've known that have passed away that we've not been able to attend the funeral. Look, I get it. I want things back to normal. But guess what funeral I don't want? My daughter's. And if you say that I'm overreacting, fine. Any of you motherfuckers that have kids, if you had the choice to protect your kid or anything else, if you picked at anything else, then fucking, you know what? You're not a great fucking guy in my book anymore. Bottom line. So I'm sorry if I offend people, if I upset people, whatever. Uh, here, here's, okay, so I'm, I'm going to take things a little bit lighter. Oh, see, there's a cop right there. You know what, these fuckers, you know, quit, quit with the, the speed traps. On I-275, exit 118, uh, Huron Township, I think this is. These fuckers set up a speed trap. If you go 71, 72, they'll pull you over. And they just have a little rotation. I fucking hate that. I get it if you need to... Okay, by the way, I coughed. It doesn't mean I have anything. It's allergies. Um, you know, give fucking people a break. Don't, don't pull people over right now unless they're going like 95 or something. Fucking everybody lighten up a little bit. Sometimes I get my little, my inner Benny going. Yes, the Benny, the star. Oh, see, I'm just, I'm seeing somebody get pulled over right now. About a quarter mile behind me, the, the flashers went on. These fuckers. I respect the police. Don't get me wrong. I respect the police. Sometimes some of them are shitheads. Hey, you know what, though? Sometimes salespeople are shitheads. Sometimes barbers are shitheads. Sometimes... The hockey goalies are shitheads. Sometimes the guys working at Coca-Cola are shitheads. Hey, we're all shitheads sometimes, okay? Anyways, I was telling you about my, my inner Benny. Now, Benny, our old friend who's the star of Strange But True Benny stories. 
sometimes gets a little worked up. Sometimes I find myself talking in his little worked up voice. Sometimes we get so fucking worked up. Anyway, Serenity Now. Oh my God, how did I miss this? Jerry Stiller. The portrayer of probably the greatest secondary character in a TV show of all time. And I will fight anybody that says different. Frank Costanza on Seinfeld was the greatest. The, gr the greatest secondary character ever. And he passed away a few days ago. We've had a lot of guys pass away lately. Had uh, Roy from Siegfried and Roy pass away. That's kind of sad. Yeah, say what you want about it, but you know what? Those guys fucking entertained a ton of people. So yeah, that's a sad thing. Uh, little Richard passed away. Slipping and a sliding, creeping and a hiding, been told a long time ago. Slipping and a sliding, creeping and a hiding, been told a long time ago. I've been told, baby, you've been bold. I won't be your fool no more. That is my Little Richard imitation. Uh, again, say what you want about Little Richard. Guy fucking brought it when it came to music. Again, maybe now it seems a little simplistic. Tutti Frutti, the phenomenal fucking song. Long Tall Sally, fucking you can't get better than that. And you know what? I'm telling you what. Here's a little Richard song. So underrated, but I'll put it up against any of his. The Girl Can't Help It is a phenomenal song. Listen to it sometime. Okay, anyways, Jerry Stiller, Frank Costanza. Some of the greatest moments ever on that show were because of Frank Costanza. Uh, there's the episode where Frank's, or I'm sorry, where George's parents are meeting, what was his, what was his fiance's name? Oh, shit, I can't remember her name. Anyways, the girl that Frank, that George was gonna marry. Oh my God, I'm an idiot. George and, oh, so stupid. Anyways, they're meeting her parents. <laughs> and they're having Cornish game hen. And they're just having small talk about whatever. And, and Frank looks at the Cornish game hen and he's like, so what is this, a little chicken? I say, no, it's Cornish game hen. So it's a, it's a bird you shoot, and he picks it up. So damn small, he's like, doesn't seem very sporting. And then they're talking about something else, and he goes, now let me get this straight. You've got the rooster, the hen, and the chicken. Now the rooster has sex with the hen. I get that. But who has sex with the chicken? And 
the the other the other man goes well they're all chickens they're all having sex with each other Frank goes that's perverse okay you have to see it but it's it's one of my favorites and then the Festivus uh, episode I don't know how you can get better TV than that uh, there's so many fucking lines from from when they're they're listening to the uh, the old recording when George is a kid <laughs> and and uh, Frank wants George to read the Festivus poem. <laughs> and he's like, I can't read it. I can't find my glasses. And, and Frank goes, you don't need glasses. You're just weak. So that's my response. When anyone ever says that they need their glasses to read something, I just tell them, you don't need glasses. You're weak. Uh... The line about how Festivus came about. You know what? I can't even do any of these justice. Just go on YouTube and and Google or no, type in Frankenstein's a Festivus. I find tinsel distracting. Now is the airing of grievances. You people have let me down, uh, and I know I'm not doing justice. But oh my God! Rest in peace, Jerry Stiller. Uh, he was, uh, from everything I I hear, he was a very sweet man. He was a very kind man, uh, a great actor, a very great student of his craft. Um, fucking the guy was just hilarious on that damn show. So uh, that's that. So I am, uh, I'm getting close to Monroe, Michigan. So I'm going to put this out there. I know I've said this before to some of you. Um, I would like to have some of you on the podcast. I'd like to do a Zoom call or a Skype call or whatever. We did it once. I think I can do it better now. Let me know if you're interested. I, I know I have a couple of people that's, that said they're interested. Jameson Kavanaugh, my nephew, said he's all on board. Uh, so we've got him for the younger demographic. Uh, Mark Brown, or Mike Bra, as John O'Connor likes to call him, is tentative. I think he's a little worried. Mark, you're a great fucking guy. You've got nothing to be worried about. Jesus, listen to me. I get on here all the fucking time. I sound like a moron. I act like a moron. Um... Remember, no script, no filter, no talent. You don't need talent to come on this damn show. You just need to be able to talk and obviously listen to me. That's not even a requirement. A uh, guy I'd like to, I'd love to get on here is uh, my old roommate from college, Cliff Cook. Cliff, Cliff's the guy I told you he looked like Magnum PI, but. Uh, but like bodybuilder version. Cliff actually had the COVID-19 virus. Is that being redundant? 
COVID virus. Just, he had COVID. He had coronavirus, whatever. Um, and he beat it. And he's got the antibodies now. And he donates blood. He's a fucking superhero. So how about this? The guy in college got more ass than you'd ever imagined. And like grade A ass. I mean, tens out of ten. This guy was turning away beautiful women. This guy had women that like would come stripped down in their underwear in front of this guy. Maybe not all the time, but a couple of times. At least he told me. Maybe I shouldn't have told that clip. Um, anyways, he's a fucking COVID survivor. I'd love to have him on. I'm going to reach out to him. Or just some of you guys, just to talk about something unrelated to COVID. Whatever. Music. Sports. TV. Porn. Whatever. Um, I'd love to have you. Uh, it, it, I will say this. Two of my top three most listened to podcasts were podcasts when I had other people on. So what you all are telling me is, hey, Mike, give us a break from you. We want another voice. I don't care what other voice it is. It could be the worst fucking voice in the world. Just something different than yours, and we'll listen. So that's what I want to give you guys. All right? Uh, so I, I'd love to have some volunteers. Let me know. We can do this. We can do it! Um, but again, uh, I want to thank you all. Thank you for putting up with me. Again, my opinions about this whole COVID thing are just stemmed from being a dad. Because uh, obviously, I'm out today on the road. Uh, and I, I will be honest with you, it's a little nerve-wracking. I, I, I'm, I'm still a little hesitant in going into the public because I still don't fucking trust some people. And again, you guys, we've all been in men's rooms after you've taken a leak and you're washing your hands and you see that guy that was next to you just walk out without fucking doing anything. So you know there are those shitheads out there. So that's all it is. But I will tell you this, if you're listening to this right now, I still consider you a great fucking guy. I love each and every one of you guys, not just like, and not love and I, I want to tear you down and, and kiss you on the lips kind of thing, but not that there's anything wrong with it for those people that enjoy doing that. Me? Nah. No thanks. However, uh, I love you guys like brothers. Uh, I would be nothing without each and every one of you. Uh, you've all, in one way or another, had a special place in my life. I feel like I'm giving like a goodbye speech. This is not a goodbye speech. This is a resurrection. This is a reincarnation. Mike's muttering is back, baby. And maybe better than ever. So, uh, I'm sure that I've reached my 30-minute mark that all of you have said... Uh, no more than 30 minutes. Uh, so, um, with that, I will bid you all a fond 
I do. And uh, this is Mike from Mike's Mutterings saying, see ya. Podcast on Anchor.
Grandpa's turn the toe. You can't help it, you're broken.